What is up, everyone? What up? Um, welcome to the Unaware Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Ludy, Paul Kanner. Oh, man. So just so you guys know, this is the first episode. And Paul, every single episode that we do this is, um, what, are you, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna try to introduce myself in a different way every episode. So you gotta remember everything you do. So good luck. I know, basically. right? It's gonna be tough. Um, but welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, well, obviously, this is the first episode. So Dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm as well, man. It's it's been a couple months. I feel like we've been um, waiting years to do this kind of because rewind what was it right before quarantine the podcast we would record the little episodes every now and then so kind of kind kind of yeah um but it's been a couple months in the making um and and we're doing it we're finally here well why don't we start off with just telling uh the people the listeners a little bit about who we are so paul if you want to you want to go first? Who is who's Paul Canner? Yeah, so I am Paul Canner. I grew up in Fairfield, Ohio. Go Indians. Good old <laughs> Fairfield, Ohio. Uh, I went to school, college at Miami University. Go Red Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> a super uh, senior? <laughs> I was a little bit of a, a legend there because I went for five and a half years and was in three different graduating classes, <laughs> it seemed like. And you, you belong just, with my I just, class. Though. I couldn't That's graduate. I couldn't leave. Couldn't graduate. Did you want to leave? Eventually I did want to leave. Because that last month, we we were roommates in his last semester. Um you were ready to you Dude, were like, I I'm hated so done. school. Yeah. <laughs> I was such a terrible student. You so this is a bit of sidetrack, but he waited to do his last assignment, like to graduate, till the day before. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was stressed for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got freaking I ended out. Up getting a sixty in the class, it's just passing like the lowest grade that you can possibly get without failing. He almost stayed another semester. Is I was almost, basically what we're saying. I was almost a full six year. To, to, uh, Just to get an labs. undergrad degree. <laughs> yep, yep. You literally could have gotten like an undergrad and like something else with that. Uh, I could have gotten like a bachelor's degree and then an associate's degree. Or um, some MBAs or, or whatever. Some minors. Wherever you want to go. I didn't even know? have a minor. You didn't have a minor? No. I thought you had to. No, I did the, uh, what's it called? With the classes all put together. Thematic sequence. We had to have a thematic sequence. Yeah, we don't have to have a minor, though. You can either have a thematic sequence or a minor. Huh? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, my, you graduated. My thematic so. sequence is geography. <laughs> you're so kind of you're kinda using that in your job. Kind of, yeah. I work for the uh, well, Butler County Metro Parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of using the, the education there. Yeah. Not your major though. You're not you're gonna use that yep. ever. Yep. So, so which is normal. Yeah. My job is now is I go around at night and close the parks. Yeah. Kick people out. <laughs> so if if you're making out in your car, you're done. <laughs> you hear the whoop whoop. And Paul Kenner goes, uh, get out of the park. Thank you, please. The park is now closing. Please leave. Or else I'm gonna lock you in. I have locked a lot of people in. Man. It's actually what do people my favorite do? part of my job they drive around <laughs> the fence like their car is stuck there they they can't get out like people don't know this but the fences like the gates at parks are strategically put so that you cannot drive around them like they'll put trees or like rocks like huge rocks right next to them that mm-hmm. are less than a car like width so that you cannot escape now our friend Micah was locked in an armco and drove through the ditch to get out. People will do crazy things. <laughs> like, there's a park in Middletown. Someone tried to drive through the gate and then bent it. So it was broken. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Did the car make it out? I have no idea. This was before I started working there. Oh, man. 
That's but I was like, what happened to this gate? I, t- I like asked one of my coworkers and they're like, oh, someone tried to drive through it. I'm like that didn't go well for them. No, probably. There's it's no way. Metal. There's no way that went well for them. At least they tried. They tried. They get like a little ribbon. They really did try. <laughs> um, but yeah, you graduated. Graduated. So congrats yeah. to that. And now you're here. Now I'm here. What's a fun fact? Fun fact. Putting you on the spot. Oh, fun fact. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I um, I used to pitch horseshoes competitively. See, I didn't know that until like, I went over to your house and saw all of the horse. And you have a, like, thing set up at your house, like a professional like a ring court, toss yep. course, whatever you call ring it. Ring toss. <laughs> Horseshoe court. Horseshoe court. That's yeah, what we is. have clay, too. They're clay pits. Yeah, it's it's legit, guys. Like, mm-hmm. and we played. I didn't I didn't do too bad for never playing. Yeah, you were bad. I made a few. Uh, what is it? Ringers? When you yeah, when you, ringers. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, they're called ringers. Amazing. I, got yeah, I right. actually uh, competed in the World Horseshoe Tournament for juniors, two years for two years. How'd you do? Uh, I got second place one year. In my division class or whatever it's called. Um, and then I think I got like fifth or sixth. Hmm. I didn't do bad. Not bad, not bad. It was not bad. I had like a 30-something. No. <laughs> like upper 20s ringer percentage. Not bad. Don't quote me on that. I'll quote <laughs> you on that. Well... That is a little bit about Paul Canner. I also love disco. Co-host. We'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, so the man the man is addicted, some would say. Yeah. Uh, let's hear about you. Me? Ludie. Oh, me. Ludis. Well, yeah. <laughs> like like people, like uh, they use my last name in a lot of different ways. They say a lot of different nicknames. It's good. Andrew has so many nicknames. It's pretty fun. And yeah. I know who says which one, so I know who's calling me. They're all. Individual. I will tell you, Ryan Burkett said Ludus the other day, and I was like, "You've been hanging out with Paul," <laughs> and he goes, "I have," because <laughs> you're the only one that says Ludus. And B, so Ryan Burkett normally goes like Luti, and he said Ludus, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 <laughs> hold up, buddy." Um, Paul says that you have never once that's, said that in your my, life. I claim that one. You did. That's mine. Um, so fun fact about me, my last name is used for several, several nicknames, but I also, uh, grew up in the Ohio area, but specifically Dayton region. Um, great city, kind of like Cincinnati as well. So I'm in between both. Um, it's about 40 minutes from my house. Yeah. About 40 minutes. 38. If I'm being exact. 35 if you speed. 35 when I speed. Yeah. When I speed. Um, I also Just went kidding, I don't speed. To, That's illegal. Well, everyone speeds, let's be honest. <laughs> I've met like one person who doesn't speed. And I guarantee you Justin they've sped at least sure. once. Justin's sped before. <laughs> I was in the car with him. Um, I also graduated from Miami University. I, in uh, however, did not do it in five and a half. I did it in three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> years. Two less years than me. <laughs> What a concept. <laughs> what a concept. Um, and But, you know, I will say, you staying there longer is what allowed us to meet. Mm-hmm. So, and, well, because technically we would have met, but I would have been what? I would have been gone, you were like a, you, a senior? Yeah, I would have been like a senior. Or no, a junior. You would have been a junior when I was a freshman, right? What year did you graduate? 2017 in high school. You graduated high school in 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have been a junior. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. So, sophomore, senior, right? And then my junior and senior year is year, year two mm-hmm. victory yeah. laps, essentially. Um, and that's when we really became close and friends. So, if you did leave, you would not be on the Unaware podcast right I now. Know. You wouldn't we be wouldn't the co-host. be here right now. So, you probably wouldn't be playing disc golf. That's true. So life would be different. Dude, life um, would be so different. It's always like the weird little things. You know, like if I had stayed one more year, 
I wonder what would happen. Like you know? I'm, I'm so grateful that I was able to stay a <laughs> year and a half and just make the friendships and the yeah. bonds that I made in mm. that time. Well, it like I, I mean, wouldn't trade it for anything. Just from like, an outside I hated, perspective, I hated the school part, obviously, but. <laughs> Really, I couldn't tell. <laughs> but college isn't just school. Like college is an experience, mm-hmm. and you make it with your friends and your enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just—did you have enemies? Did I have enemies? I kind of at times. Really. I mean, yeah. you made people mad, but like I feel like we all do. We so. all have enemies. I don't know if I'd call them enemies. Frenemies. <laughs> sure. We all have frenemies. We'll go with that. <laughs> but yeah, you, um, you make these experiences, and that is what makes college college, I think. I think that's a good take. It's not the school. Well, I think the school helps in the initial part. I didn't go like, to the school. <laughs> you went to, you, you're a dirty branch kid. You went to Miami Hamilton, not Miami I Oxford. I went to Miami Hamilton for three years. Yeah. That's and also then, a fun fact. Yeah. Why are we talking about me again? Because <laughs> I struggle to talk about myself. Talk about yourself, Andrew. <laughs> tacos. Tell, tell I like people. tacos. Um, tacos are good. Taco they Bell. are. So Taco I Bell. I majored in marketing. I have a job in marketing. Um, this is something I'm doing on the side, and I um I create. I guess I created Project Unaware and the Unaware Podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I think. I love the outdoors, anything, kayaking, skydiving, scuba diving, disc golf. Uh, if it's outside, I have probably done it, and I love it, and that is just what my brain is always thinking about is just going and doing something, like camping and relaxing, hammocking, anything. Um, so let's see. I made you do a fun fact. Fun fact about me. Let's see. Man, I'm blanking on a fun fact. I'm trying to think. Oh, Walked into, I almost died one time walking into the middle of a drug deal. And you know that abandoned mall in Cincinnati? Yeah. In uh, Cincinnati Mills? Yeah. So the one the the one that used to have like the Toys R Us and the Bass Pro Shop and everything. Yeah. But now there's only the one arcade inside yeah, of it. Yeah, Arcade Legacy. Which is really fun if you go. It's, it's a great time. Um, but me, Justin, and Micah were going there right before we got placed as mm-hmm. leaders because we had time to kill and we we drove around to the back and there was this parking garage that had a bunch of graffiti old cop cars like it was really cool right so we were like oh let's let's um uh, explore take pictures of it yeah i used to go to that mall when it was like a mall like that i never had it wasn't it wasn't just nothing you know, one arcade yeah and, one arcade you know a bunch of nothing <laughs> Well, now it's a place where people do drugs it's and do deals. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we 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 walked into that that drug deal, right? And this Is guy in the parking garage in the on the back. Side. Oh, okay. So right. nothing's back there, and all of a sudden we see these dudes, and we're like, "Oh crap!" Like, oh no! And a guy like yells from all the way across the parking garage at us, like, Aah! and he like starts running at us, and Mike and Justin are like. What do we do? And I was like, let's just talk to him. Like, if we run, that could be bad. Like, we have my truck, so the manual unlock, and they're all squeezing. It's only the front, so, like, three grown oh dudes gosh. are squeezing, right? Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to him. So I walk up. I'm like, hey, sir, like, what's wrong? We're just, you know, and he's like, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, um. He was, like, nervous, but, like, also very yell, yelling-like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and he, like, flashed. What well, was hilarious? It was a plastic fake badge. He's like, "You, I, I'm security here. Uh, you guys, uh, um, you guys have to leave. You have to leave right now, or you, like you can't be here." No we're like, way. "Sorry, sir. Like we didn't mean to, you know." And he's not dressed at all like a cop. He has like a raggedy clothes on, and the dude is selling, selling yeah. some drugs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like four other guys walk out of the shadows. <laughs> And they're, like, walking towards us. And they're like, hey, man. And he's like, no, 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 they're good. They're good. They're leaving. They're leaving. And the guy, I think he's looking out for us, uh-huh. honestly. Yeah. Because he's like, you need to leave, like, right now. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, okay, we'll leave. We'll leave. So we go get in the truck. 
and all of a sudden like cop car sirens and people are running and like them they all hop in cars and speed out of there and i'm just like i'm just gonna leave we never saw anything oh my god and they're like i mean these these cars they were driving like over it's like a ramp out of the garage yeah and like and they are zooming as cop cars are coming that is crazy so and then we all looked at each other like we could have just died Mm -hmm. like because the dudes behind the 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 guy who's talking to us did not look like kind gentlemen um they they looked pretty mean so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was, I guess, that's a fun story, fun fact story, a fun fact story. Um, but as as time goes on, you'll you'll learn more about us, and obviously, a lot of people who listen to this will be our friends at first. But you know, if you find yourself back here after who knows how long, that's that's a little bit about ten years later. <laughs> good old Paul and me. So um, now, obviously, this you know, like I said before, is the first show that we've recorded, the very first. On July 5th, official um, this, episode. this will launch nowhere near a record date because we're going to get a few down. But Happy 4th, um, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy 4th. Probably like a month late or a whole year in advance, if you want to think about it that way. Um, So you might be wondering, or Whoa. you probably are wondering, what are you listening to? You know, what's Yo, the goal of this? What is this? What is this, Andrew? You what know, is what, project what to unaware? take away, um, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you know, this first this first show, this first podcast is going to be really about explaining, you know, the idea behind this, where we want to take it, um, and kind of letting it grow and see where, um, you know, it goes. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the beauty of this is, yes, there is, there is. Yes, an idea behind it, but there's also so much room for it to go and grow into what it will be. So I guess um, I can talk about what. Yeah, dude. What um, led me to it? Yeah, maybe? what what made you want to start Project Unaware, and what what was it like your your goal behind it and your vision? the future those are three big questions man um well we'll start we'll start (laughs) with with what made me start it what Um, what made you want to do this so i guess well even backwards to that is paul i I asked to be my co-host for the podcast and he is so graciously accepted so yes i have um (laughs) but but um but um (laughs) but um (laughs) what what really made me start it man is i mean we both graduated in, in december and, you know, I got, I got this really nice job. I was fortunate enough to get, you know, this marketing communications job that I really enjoy. And I had been working there for, oh man, what was it? Two months. I was two months in. And I oh, was, you're talking about like the AT&T? No, no, no. Uh, with Reynolds. Oh, with Reynolds and Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was going in every week. I mean, I still work there, so. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, <you> st- <laughs> I was, you know, in the beginning learning so much right um real world experience i just i just had this like creative urge every time i came home because i'm learning about writing and you know even podcast stuff and producing media and getting to work with all these creative minds it just kept burning this this fire to do something and then you know plus that i was reading two to three books at the same time, you know, one big reader guy. Well, not normally, but I've been trying to build that habit and it's been up and down. Um, so same with journaling. I've been trying to get into journaling. That's, that's difficult for me as well, but we, we try. Um, so, you know, these, these two, three books, which I'll talk about probably at another time because they did have a huge impact and helped this, but Andrew's book review, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do a little book review. Um, you know, all of that and just sitting there at, at my desk over there, I was like, I need to do something. Like I want to create, I want to build something that can be mine, that I can grow with and just go for Maybe build something that outlives me. I don't know. You know, and you, people never try. And I was like, I just got to take the first step. Like, what is it? Right. And the first step is kind of figuring out what, 
what it is. Like I knew I wanted to create something. And so I had two ideas at the same time. They both like hit me. One was one of these days I'm going to go backpack Europe and just like let That's go of everything. Huge, dude. That um, is, grab a backpack and just go for like three months to a year. Right. <laughs> and big aspiration like, guy right there. Peace out. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's one of my dreams. I've always wanted to do that. And if I come back, then I come back. If I <laughs> don't, I come back. if I don't, I, I don't. died in yeah. the European wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And I died happy. I died a happy man. Maybe in the terror in the last few months, but moments, but I was happy because I was Maybe doing you what got I mauled by a bear. That would be very sad. <laughs> so let's, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed that that does Fingers not happen. Fingers crossed. <laughs> hopefully I come back from Europe and not being mauled by a bear. That, that would be, no, that, that'd be that great. Would be, that would be ideal. Um, <laughs> don't know when Europe will be, but that was, that was one idea. And my second idea that like led into this was, well, while I'm there, I'd love to interview people about their culture, about who they are, about the differences, and ask them all these questions, right? You know, and like really just get that perspective that I don't really have. You know, I grew up in America. I grew up in Ohio. It's a very small right. community of people. You don't know what's going on in Yeah, it's, it's a bigger Scotland. world, right? Like, or you know, Africa or Switzerland or anywhere, you know, it, there's always Even different England, people dude. with different stories. And you know, I just, I just want to learn about that. And so I was like, why don't I just, you know, interview people about that and put it on. And then that led to, why don't I just start something now? And what's funny is I was on the phone with Amanda Adams Kind of just talking about those two things. She's our graphic designer. She is. She's designing <laughs> all our logos and good good stuff. Um, and she's like, you know, dude, like, you just go for it. Like, she's like, you're almost inspiring dude, to a point. Just send it. In a way. But <laughs> I, I think sending it is a little different than what I do. Because sending is like, dude, I'm just going to flip and send it. Dude, I'm just going to send it, bro. Um <laughs> Whereas I, you know, like there is some thought and intentionality behind. I do send it, you know, in college. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to flip this. <laughs> I'm just going to send it. Um, she was kind of getting at like, and other people have said this too, which is what really led to Project Unaware is like the lifestyle that I've chosen to live. If I set my mind to something or I want to do it, like I go for it, even if I don't know what, it fully entails or what challenges I'll face. Like it's, I kind of live my life of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start taking a step towards it and I'll figure it out. Um, and that, that really made me wonder like, why don't other people do that? Like I have so many friends that sit there and say, man, I want to do this. I want to learn piano. I want to go to Canada, I want to go to Arcadia National Park, like whatever, whatever it is, you know, people are so full of these dreams and ambitions and goals. And yet I feel called out for the Acadia one. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't for the person I was talking about, but see, it works guys. Um, it's just like people don't go for things, you know, like sometimes they do or they wait for the right timing, which, which can be wise. That's not what this is about. What this like what this really led to is like people just almost have too much information or they're scared of the unknown, right? If they don't know everything in this day and age, because you have your phone, mm -hmm. right? You can Google and get an answer to relative like anything. Everything. Basically. Like yeah, Literally there's a few everything. things that maybe you can't get an answer to or whatever. Like like, what? I don't know. What question seventeen on your math test? That you're, I'm that, sure it's somewhere. <laughs> that your teacher made up personally. It's somewhere. <laughs> Maybe from the year prior. From someone, the class yeah. from first period. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but that's not on Google. So uh, you can use your phone to text, you know, Scott. Hey, man, what was what was the test like? But, you know, in in like big overview, you can figure out pretty much anything. Think about YouTube. If you wanted to learn a language... All you have to do is go Google like Spanish lessons mm -hmm. or Italian, German, whatever. 
and it's there. There's so much information there that it's almost become like over aware. Like we're, we have too much information to do anything. It's, so we're it's, unaware that we have too much information. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess you could <laughs> say that is like, we use it as an excuse mm-hmm. because, because we're scared to start it. Like we don't know where to start because there's too much or since we can't know everything because we're actually trying something that scares us too. Mm -hmm. And so that really led to the idea of, okay, like maybe I, you know, start something right about my views and why I do what I do. And, you know, that led to project unaware, which is the website that I've been building that will have a blog on it. And, you know, highlighting small creators and I'm like that you know like those people are going for it and just a bunch of stuff and how it's all the podcast stuff and then you know that led to the podcast is why don't we also talk about it the pod you know the unaware (laughs) podcast and so the word unaware really stemmed from I was reading love does which was one of the books I was reading Bob Goff and it it talked about yeah Bob Goff it talked about faith you know I, I am a religious man and I do believe in a god and I've always been someone who's very independent, and um, a lot of things I get out with um, my own intelligence and skills, and never... You do have a lot of skills. Um, I never really rely on, like, my faith or fall on, like, to God. Um, and one of the things he said in the middle chapter was... It's okay to be unaware and trust God, which is something I never do. So where the word unaware came from is like three things. There's one, just a personal reminder for me in my everyday faith that, you know, it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. Like, because at starting this, like, it's, I'm almost a hypocrite because I want to know everything, right? Like, I love learning. I love knowing. I love being right. <laughs> You know, that you it's, it's a bit of a fault of mine. <laughs> that you do. <laughs> um, but I, I am also scared of not knowing, like, the future. Unless it comes to, like, the lifestyle that I live, which is so, which is so weird. Like, when it comes to adventure, school, like, exciting stuff, it's like, I don't know. Let's go figure it out. So it's almost this dual-edged sword. It's like, yeah, it's a reminder for me. But it's also a way for me to help other people, which is something I think out of everything I do, one of my biggest passions is helping people. Um, I would agree with that. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I, I've, I have seen it firsthand. Um, you will drop everything. If someone like calls you or texts you, you'll be like, yeah, I'll be over. I'll be over yeah. in 10 minutes. It, you will give someone <laughs> the shirt off your back if they need well. it. I appreciate that. Um, It's just, I think it's part of, you know, how I was raised and just who I am, but. I think that's a great quality to have, dude. Thanks, man. I I think so, too. Um, There's sometimes it it, uh, is maybe too much, um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's with everything and figuring it out. And so, so with Project Unaware, I want to use this to help people chase their dreams, go for something, even if it's small. Like, right on. just take a little step and learn something about yourself. Like, it is okay not to know, like, what's beyond that first step of, I'm going to go learn the flute. I don't know, like, whatever it is, whatever weird thing please, it is. Please learn the flute. <laughs> teach yourself or go find a teacher. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff in this world that we can do to you know grow ourselves and learn or have fun or you know whatever it is right like and we just we just hold ourselves back like we build up so many barriers and just don't let ourselves do it and so if this podcast or you know our website the blog just personal interaction with me just can even help you take that first step like I'm done. You know, like my my work here. Your goal we're, we're is done, accomplished. Right? Um, and so that that's really the biggest goal of this is just to really help people understand that you don't need to know everything. You don't because you can't. You can't. It's impossible. 
even in this day and age where you have access to whatever, like we said, it's okay not to know. And just go for it. Like, and you, you will figure it out. Like, think through your own life, Paul. All the things that you were scared of, fearful of. Spiders. You know, besides stuff like that. <laughs> like when, when you were trying something or going to your first disc golf mm-hmm. tournament, the nerves, the fear was there, but you did it and you made it through because you figured it out and it, it ended up teaching you something. Yeah, you might right. have failed. You might have fallen. You might have gotten hurt, but it's gotten you to where you are today, right? Right. So that's kind of the overall idea and how it got started. Um, and I kind of mentioned goals. And I think the last thing you asked was like future. Um, yeah. Like where where do you want it to go? I don't know. And that that's the honestly You're the unaware, best part of this. Unaware of where you want it. See, this is why I brought you on. <laughs> I don't even think about that. I'm unaware of where unaware brand is gonna go. Um, no, the the really cool part about this is that this isn't for other people. Like, yes, I'm making it for other people, but wherever it goes, it goes. Like, I, I don't have an agenda for this. We just put right? it out there. Like, I know things I want to do. I know many goals I want to achieve. But in, in five years, who knows what this could be? And I don't want to put it in a box. Right. Like, if this turns out to be, like, bringing guests in, which I want to do. I want to test that out. You know, I can because I get to make it and create it and try and fail and figure it out. And so for future, you know, the one thing I want to do is don't stop even when it gets hard. Even when no one's listening, even when it doesn't make sense, like I'm still going to make this in some aspect, form, way, right? Like that's the only thing I'm 100% confident about is I'm not going to stop. Because don't stop, <laughs> don't stop till I make it to the top. <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's something I'm excited about and something that scares the crap out of me. Yeah, and so I know I can't stop because I haven't had that feeling in I don't know how long. I don't know when the last time something scared me. Like I just I just did my first solo skydive jump. Is this? Like a week ago. Is this I wasn't scary at all. for you? It is. Like to start something of my own, build something of my own, and just put it out there scary. and having to continue it. It's terrifying. Yeah. And I haven't had that feeling, I don't know when. Ever. <laughs> like I'm almost overconfident in a lot of things, but this scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Which I love because it, it just goes and plays into that idea of, being aware. You. Yeah, like, because I understand how people feel. And it only, like, in a weird way, that fear, like, just burns that fire more to make this into something, to continue it, you know. And there's this video of Will Smith, and he's talking about skydiving, which I'm going to talk about skydiving a lot, apparently. <laughs> But he talked about, like, all the fear that was before the jump, right? Like, you sit there the night before, he couldn't sleep. Um, I would be terrified. Anxiety, terrified, fear, you know, constant, just overthinking it, right? And he got on the plane, and his heart's beating, his heart's beating. He can't, he can't think, like, sensation overload. And, you know, they open the door, and he's tandem, so there's a guy behind him. But they slide his legs out the door. You know, I've done this. So I know exactly what he's talking about. And you look down and you're, you know, thousands of feet in the air in a perfectly good airplane. And you're about to jump with with nothing but a parachute to stop you from death, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a very oversimplification that most people have talked to me about because I've been getting my, trying Dude, to get I'm my getting lessons. anxiety thinking um, about this. Just skydiving. But here's the thing is as soon as he jumped. You know, I love the way he put it because I completely agree. It, it's this moment of bliss. Yeah, like, and in that in that that instant, nothing that you were thinking about before, no no problem, no like like it's it's gone, and you are 
in the moment and a, a smile instantly is on your face. Like, and, and what he said about it is that that door, like that, that moment of falling was where the fear stopped. Like, that was it. And the best things in life are on the other side of fear. And since I watched that video, I don't know, maybe four years plus ago, like I still remember that line. The best things in life are on the other side of fear. Which is so true because when you go and do it, even though you were fearful, even though you were scared and that, that you shouldn't have, right? Like everything in your body is telling you not to, you know, for skydiving, jump out of the plane, <laughs> but you do it. Right. Like that's almost a self, like you achieved that. You got to do it. You push through the fear. And it's also one of the coolest dang things you can do as a human. Right. Now, that's an extreme example, but take that with anything and there you go. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited for the future of this to see, you know, selfishly where it takes us, Mm -hmm. where it takes my life, where it takes me to go, you know, and have that on my mind constantly. Like, okay, I have to live my life being unaware, trusting, you know, for my faith wise, for that side of my life, trusting the Lord, being okay, not knowing for my personal life, like here on the world of, you know, nature, adventure, whatever, like it's okay not to know, do it. Like that's, that's my brand, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So the future is, is unaware, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to go. I, and I think that's awesome. It's okay. Yeah. It is completely okay. Yeah. So that was that was a bit mumbled jumbled. Um, you know, and as time goes on, we'll definitely still talk more about it. And uh, I really, there's going to be a show dedicated to really the problem of over-awareness because that has been one of the biggest things I've seen with the people I love and the people around me. And But that's, that's a, um, a crash course on you know, Project Unaware and what it's about. Yeah. Um, so stick around because <laughs> good things are coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, probably. I mean, they we will. don't know. They will. We don't know. Well, we know unaware. good stuff will come. <laughs> good stuff is coming, yeah. Um, we don't know when. <laughs> the, the cool thing All is... All the time. This, like, it's the Unaware podcast especially, is only going to get better. Like, right now, this is kind of an introduction, overview, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone, to this point. Um, we're we're going to figure it out. Yeah. We have we are unaware <laughs> of what we are, we are doing. We are. And it's, it's awesome. Like, it's I've never done a podcast. Yeah. I mean, Andrew's I've, never, I've done, never a done a podcast. So. Um, but we decided to go for it. Yeah. And do it and figure it out and. Yeah, there's going to be times we fail and mess up and probably lose video, lose audio. I'm expecting all of that. Lose listeners. <laughs> um, gain listeners, hopefully. Gain eventually. listeners, hopefully. You know, we, we are very, uh, I think we both understand that it will probably be a while till there's actually solid listening. And we'll have to figure out really how to do this. You know, whether there's segments or with guests and phone calls. Yeah. There is, we have one plan. We have one plan. So, um, it's scary, you know, trying to figure all that out and invest time into this because it's in money. Well, (laughs) it's already been a big investment, but that's also goes to show like we're putting our money where our our mouth is, you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're investing into this and I do appreciate you for hopping in, man. You didn't hesitate. So no, I'm, I'm down. You're like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm I down, want dude. I've been wanting to do this for a um, while. So I really, you made the that. dream happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad you're here, man. <clears throat> so before, before we close, there is one other part of, uh, the unaware podcast that I really want to make, um, consistent in what we do here. And that's bringing guests in and talking about, their passions, um, you know, whether it's a small, big, niche, well-known, it could be croquet or 
you know, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> I was playing croquet yesterday, so it was on my mind. Um, crocheting. Like, crocheting, <laughs> knitting, uh, whatever it is, you know, I want to bring people in and have them talk about what got them into it, what made them start, you know, like the process of it, were they scared, how'd they, how'd they take the first step? Because right I have on. a friend who's in data, like data analytics for marketing, in our first data class, I will still never forget it. Charlie, my roommate um, from freshman year, we both took our last stats class and we both left it. And he went, well, I am never, ever, ever taking another freaking stats class. Little known fact, he then became a stats major <laughs> because he talked to someone who actually was in stats and loved it and like talked to him about what it really is and how it's like solving a puzzle, which... I want him on to kind of talk about that, so I won't go mm -hmm. more into that. So I actually used him. I had I had a friend a couple of years younger than me at Miami who was like, dude, I don't know. Like, it seems interesting, but I don't know if I want to switch majors. And I'm like, I'll, let me talk to you. Like, I'm going to sit you guys up and just talk to him. And after that, Dave was like, I'm all in. Right? And it it's always surprising to see how after you talk to someone – that's passionate about it that is in it and can actually explain what it is instead of just data's this <laughs> it's numbers yeah. crunching school you know right but someone can actually sit there and be like no like it's like solving a puzzle or however else people then are everyone has a passion <sighs> exactly and so to bring people Whether on they're here they're aware of it or not Ooh. <laughs> Wait, is it this one? Nope. <laughs> we have sound effects. Nope. It's this one. There it is. We have sound pads that we're figuring out. Um, I got to put sounds on those for future future shows. Future shows. Um, but I'd love to bring people on mm -hmm. and just talk about that and... Those are conversations I, I selfishly want to have in the first place. And so I may as well have them on the show. So, you know, just to see what, what got them in. And, you know, maybe that can help someone out there who's like, ah, I'm struggling with, you know, what they're doing. And hearing someone talk about it and really get that passion on the show, that'd be awesome. So that being said, Paul. You are technically my first guest, and you'll be the most reoccurring guest because you are co-host. Um, you are my first subject. Wow, okay. <laughs> and one, one of the things It's an honor is, to be on the show. Thanks oh, for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up. Um, disc golf. Now, people who know Paul Kanner know that disc golf is probably his middle name, um, if not his first. And if not his last, and he'll probably name his firstborn disc and his secondborn golf. <laughs> Those are terrible names. <laughs> you might do it though. Um, the man, the man loves disc golf. I do. I really do. So, since you're my first person, I'll just start with, you know, how how'd you get into it? Why'd you get back into it? Because I know you did that. And we'll just start there. Yeah. So I actually got into it. It's probably sophomore year of high school. My dad actually was the one who introduced me. He, Mr. Uh, Canner. Bill. Yeah. Shout what, out. What a shout man. Out shout out Bill Canner. <laughs> uh, he was playing disc golf with a buddy from work, and he asked me and my brothers if we wanted to go, yeah. like join him. And to be honest, we thought it was super lame. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. We're, wow. we're like making fun of him and we're like, oh, he's he's playing disc golf. He's not playing yeah. real golf, ball golf, which we didn't call it ball golf back then, but now we do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought it was super lame. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, so you've gotten to the point where you call like golf, ball golf. Yeah, that's what it is. It's ball golf. Just because you also have disc golf. Yeah, that's I golf. love that. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, continue. Sorry for jumping in. No, no, no. You're good. Yeah, so we thought it was super lame. We're like, we were making fun of him and like roasting him. We're like, oh, 
dad's going off to play disc golf again. Yeah. Um, and then about two weeks later, we decided to join him, and we played at this little nine-hole course at uh, Fairfield North Elementary. Mm. It was terrible. <laughs> well, you didn't have anything to really compare it to. That's true. We didn't realize how terrible it was until... <laughs> until now. Until now. <laughs> uh, like, the fairways were like five feet wide wow like it was difficult the course actually doesn't exist anymore because no one took care of it and it it's just overgrown you're saying we could have gone and taken the baskets someone took the baskets i think probably the i don't know who who was in charge of it but they're gone Mm -hmm. the course is gone we went there probably last year to see if it was still there. All the baskets were gone. Wow. I don't even think there were tea pads. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so uh we went there and I mean I enjoyed it. I wasn't like hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. And then people from my church uh also were playing disc golf and like my youth pastor was playing like the really popular kids were playing in my youth group. <laughs> the popular kids. Yeah. So <laughs> started playing with them a little bit. Yeah. Got some more discs. Probably had about four. Okay. Four solid discs at that time. Do you remember what they were? I Just had curiosity. Probably like I a leopard. A beast. A DX beast. Okay. A DX leopard. AVR. Uh, no, I didn't have an AVR. I had an arrow. I don't know if I know. A-E-R-O. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that disc. It's like a big, wide putter. I don't have any more. I gave it to Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had Beast, Leopard. Actually, I just had three discs at that point. Because I don't think I got my Banshee until later on. Mm -hmm. So I started out with three discs, as you do. Just like the end of a starter pack. Yep. And, I mean, I only threw forehand. <laughs> Couldn't throw backhand to save my life. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which I feel like is not normal. Most people throw backhand normally, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like everyone that I know, like all the new people that I've played with, have started throwing forehand. I guess just... Coming Actually, from not really. Ultimate Frisbee and like top, you know, just like, like Jam and stuff. Ben started out throwing forehand. So did Toshi. Toshi. Which just doesn't, it doesn't feel normal. Like yeah. I feel like no, backhand is the. Well, yeah. I started doing forehand. Luke started doing forehand. Michael started doing forehand. Tim. Jeez. Barely played. So I guess <laughs> you're just, you just know all the, the backhanders or the forehanders, I mean. I mean, it was just easier to throw. Like, for for those who don't play disc golf, throwing backhand is like how you like throw an actual frisbee. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a backhand, like a backhand. Like you're backhanding someone, and then forehand is like flicking your wrist. Like, mm-hmm. how would you even describe that? Uh, like you're slapping someone, kind of, like but your hand sideways. Forehand slap. So you just slap someone on the face. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like slapping someone on the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrew just slapped me. Just so you know. Not really. <laughs> it was a little two-finger touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I started out throwing forehand. And because uh, I didn't know how to throw backhand. Mm-hmm. Because for those of you who don't know, backhand has, requires a certain technique to be able to throw it well. Like you can't just like. It's flip, not like, like normal frisbee. It's not like normal frisbee. It's a steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing on and off throughout high school with some buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, we mainly just played Harbin Park because that was like the only course we knew of before um, U Disc. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Great so app, played on and off. We didn't. We didn't play as heavily as we do now. But we definitely played a lot. Got some more discs. Built up the bag to like six or seven. 
and then got to college and kind of stopped playing. Like, I played a little bit freshman year because I was still in Fairfield. Mm -hmm. But then after that, sophomore and junior year of college, I didn't play at all. Like, I just completely stopped cold turkey. And uh, I don't even remember how we got back into it. Quarantine. No, it was way before quarantine. Was it? Yeah, I was playing way before quarantine. Hmm. I think you started. I started right before quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Was. And then quarantine, we played like every day. Me, so me and Luke started playing again like right after junior year. Junior year of college, yeah. And... uh we just started playing a lot, yeah. got more discs, started watching Jomez Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Could be a sponsor, Shout Jomez. Out Jomez. <laughs> it's a disc golf media company that on YouTube. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. They have really good content. So let me Actually ask made you. The shirt. <laughs> it's a cool shirt. Not a sponsor. Now there's Not a sponsor. Down, but could be. A dope shirt. Um, so let me ask you this, Paul. Yeah. Like, what about disc golf? Like, like, why do you keep going back and playing? Why do I keep going back and playing? Yeah. Like, what keeps you coming back? Uh, honestly, it is so fun to. It's just a. It's a fun activity to play with your, your buddies, um, but. I think, like, the main reason is because me and my younger brother, Luke, we started playing, like, a lot and, like, started bonding over it, like, mm-hmm. right after my brother passed away. Um, and I think that just kind of grew us closer. And it just, it just became the norm for us. Like, it's kind of like when we're on the course, like, nothing else matters. Like, it's kind of like a coping mechanism for us and... Uh, we're just like in our own world there. Yeah. We're also very good. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's enjoyable to just the competitive aspect of it. We're kind of, we're pretty even, um, yeah. competitively. Luke has a way better forehand than I do, but I have Dude, a way better backhand. forehand than is. is nuts. <laughs> yeah. But also you're freaking, yeah. But so yeah, good. we just, we kind of go back and forth. Like we try to beat each other and, like strokes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like he definitely has the upper hand at some courses with his forehand, but I have a monster backhand. <laughs> Dude, you do. Um, I think he'd be good at Echo Valley. It has a lot of curves mm-hmm. to the right. Yeah, that's true. So that'd probably he didn't do well there, edge. though. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Luke. <laughs> well, dude, no, I, but I yeah, mean, I think it's definitely like the bonding experience I have with my brother and That's like awesome. my friends, like mm-hmm. all my best friends want to play now. Yeah. Like all it's just, it's a fun activity and it's a grown sport and I am playing tournaments now. Yeah. Like, so tell, so tell me about that then. Like how, how'd you get into that? What made you decide, Hey, I'm going to go play tournaments and try and try and do this. Yeah. Try to do it. Yeah. I, uh, I was playing a lot, and I'm like, this is just so, this becoming mundane. Like, I I, I want to do something with, I want to be competitive. Like, mm-hmm. I'm watching all this, these disc golfers on YouTube playing tournaments, and I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I want to experience that. So, in February, I signed up for the PDGA, the Professional Disc Golf Association, as an amateur, and... Signed up for my first tournament. It was um, the Boonwoods. I forget what it's called. The bag tag opener at Boonwoods or something. Because they had bag tags <laughs> they were giving out or something. <laughs> um, so I signed up signed up for that. Boonwoods is in Kentucky, Burlington. Um, and it was a cold February day. <laughs> yeah. I, I think bet. it was February. Yeah. It was. It was February. 
mm-hmm. super cold. I had an eight thirty tea time, <laughs> which yeah, is like one of the didn't earliest. Didn't you sleep here? No, no, no. That was different. I, yeah, I slept. I slept at my house. Eight thirty tea time, and uh, it was about twenty degrees <laughs> when I got out of my car. Dude, your hands had to be. And when your hands are cold with disc golf, it's a completely yeah. Luckily, the game. the sun was getting it like coming out, so it um, the temperature ended up raising pretty fast. Wow! But like when I first got there, it was like mid twenties degrees, and I was like, I was wearing like a beanie. I had to have a face mask because yeah, of COVID. COVID. So luckily, I had that to keep like my neck and mm-hmm. stuff warm. I was. I was just wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, didn't want to be restricted with my. I, you can't be. Yeah, your so. shot is complete. Like changing one little thing mm-hmm. is is a completely different shot. Yeah. So, but the tournament was fun. I ended up taking sixth place out of twenty nine mm-hmm. in my uh, division. I'm playing rec. I was playing recreational, which like there's like a tier system, so it's like recreational. Is like the lowest. Actually, there's novice. Is like the actual lowest. <laughs> and then yeah, start somewhere. Intermediate, yeah. yeah, advanced. And then when you're ready or you feel like you can make some money, you go into open, and that's where like the pros. You're a pro at that point. Mm-hmm. So, competing professionally or whatever. So that's my goal. That's my end goal. Yeah, is to play in the open. And make some actual money. Because you can't make money as an amateur. Mm-hmm. You can just get vouchers and stuff. Get free stuff. Free stuff. So I've I've gotten a lot of free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, not free because I had to pay for the tournament. But it's free stuff. But yeah. Sign up for the first tournament. Did pretty well there. Um, and I've played in four more after that. Um, That's awesome, man. Haven't I only finished outside of the top ten once. And that was... This past weekend, or two weekends ago, in Columbus. Yeah. I got 11th, though. So, so like, you were bam, so close. <laughs> so, close so close to being top so 10. Uh, yeah. So what, you know, for all the people out there, like, you know what, disc golf, maybe I want to try it. Yeah. What, it, what it is like the number one. To go do it. I feel like it's the number one growing sport in the country right now. It, it Honestly, a lot of people, and so many courses are going up. Yeah. So... So what's your advice to people who are like, I don't know where to start. Like, how do I get into it? Where do I go? What Disc golf. Okay. First off, you want to get discs. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Doesn't matter um, what kind. Doesn't yes, it, yes. Uh, if you're a beginner, do not get high-speed drivers. You will, you will fail immediately. You want to start off with throwing putters, mid-ranges, and maybe some slower-speed fairway drivers. Because... Your arm speed will not be there, and you will just be hooking left every time, mm-hmm. every single time. Or hooking right, depending on the way they, mm-hmm. whichever way they Or are. right, if you want to throw forehand, yeah. or if you're left-handed, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I've, I've listened to disc golf podcasts and the pros' advice. They recommend starting off with throwing putters and mid-ranges, because you can throw a putter just as far as a driver, we would know we played that whole round with putters. Yeah, like I like throw an all putter round, throw an all yeah. mid range round, and once you get your arm speed better, then you can start getting into like the seven to eight speed fairway drivers, and then l- like slower speed mm-hmm. um, distance drivers, like nine or ten speeds. But yeah, I definitely recommend not buying a fourteen speed. This <laughs> as your first disc, just because it looks cool, or just they because they do look cool though. Like this, the speed number, which is the first. So the right. discs have like flight numbers. Um, the first one is speed. Just because it has a really high speed does not mean that it will go the furthest. That means that what? That's what I thought that number read, man. That, that means that that is what. Your arm speed needs to be kind of to huck it to just 
yam it and throw it so that the flight is what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. If you're a new disc golfer throwing a 14-speed driver, it like a backhand, right-hand backhand, it will go left immediately. It will it will not do what you want it to do, <laughs> and then you're just going to be looking in the woods for hours. Uh, those are the worst. So that that's my advice for beginners: don't buy high speed discs. And then what? Just go go to their local course and just go to your local play? course, play. If you want to keep track, there's a great app called UDisc. Um, you can keep track of your scores. They actually got some upgrades, and you can. Um, you can like, oh, what's it called? You can track the distance. Yeah, you can track your distance of your throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there, there's some great updates. It's a great app. You just definitely, and definitely it shows all the courses it. too, which yeah. is really nice. That's and true. the rating, and the rating, and the, the condition. <laughs> it's honestly the best app. It's for such you a disc. great app. Like for whoever designed it is yeah. a genius. Um, so that's my first piece of advice. Um, what, what else was your question? I just asked, like, if they want to get started, where do they go? How do they do it? Advice for the person like disc golf? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I think yeah, I think you kind of covered. Yeah, it. just just don't go into it with a lot of expectations because odds are you're not gonna be like throwing three hundred mm-hmm. feet your first time playing. I didn't. After <laughs> like ten, I hit a tree every time. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was also not very good when I first started, but you do get better. I'll add you to do that. Get, yeah, um, if you practice and yeah, like it's not just about like just going to courses and playing. Like if you really want to get good, you got to go to a field and just practice throwing. Mm-hmm. Putting is very important. Putting, what a time! Figure out how to putt. <laughs> I'll add one too. Um, bring friends. Bring friends. Yeah, that'll make the experience way better. It's generally free. It there are only a few free. paid courses. Yeah, there are a few paid courses. Um, but don't go. You to just those. have to just pay for your discs. But yeah, like you can get the NFS starter pack for like twenty bucks, and just go with friends, man. And I mean, we have like what ten plus people now that we can I have play with. We have um, accumulated quite the group of yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, maybe they don't play often, but they'll play. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, you want to play disc golf? Sure. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you the amount of people while we were in college that's like, hey, dude, I'm playing disc golf today. You want to come? I guess. I've never played, but like, I'll come. I have so many guests on UDisc. Like, yeah. you can, like, add yep. a guest that doesn't have UDisc. Mm-hmm. I have so many. Dude. And it, it's really plays. cool, too. <laughs> um, because it, you can just walk and talk and, like, joke around, mess yeah. around. Yeah. Um, you can take it as serious as you it's want. It's just a great bonding experience. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's what uh that's what keeps you coming back, huh, Paul? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk definitely probably more about disc golf as time goes on. Oh, we for we, sure will. We both enjoy it and um it's we just can an have awesome a disc sport. golf segment. We can. Or we talk we about create whatever we want. Talk about the uh <laughs> the tournament from the past week or something. Yeah professional tournament <laughs> yeah i mean especially or my tournament yeah, or your tournament well we'll see um <laughs> all the tournaments are during when i work or they're during like a weekend i've had a wedding or whatever most it's, tournaments um, are like saturday sunday yeah i know i haven't had a free weekend since Mar- middle of march yeah which is insane <laughs> But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, well, I think I think we'll go ahead and um, kind of wrap things up there. Um, thanks for tuning in, watching the first episode, guys um, and we gals. You. We do. Um, and if you really w- listen to this whole thing, um, text me and I'll Venmo you a dollar <laughs> 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 because uh, you're just the best. And, and I will Venmo you. Fifty cents. So you get a dollar fifty if you've if you've watched <laughs> it to this far. Now it, you can't just skip to the end. None of that. I, I see you, and and you. We see you. <laughs> yeah. So, but but in all seriousness, um, 
you know, thanks for staying and tuning in. Sticking um, around, hanging out with us, being you know, unaware with us. <laughs> yeah. There's some kinks to work out, and there's, um, you know, definitely a lot of growth to be had. So, And if you want to sponsor us, we're down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're down with that. Us, we, we, well, if it's a good product, we have to test it first. We will be testing like, I'm not going to lie about if it's good like if i like it i'll talk about it Mm -hmm. if it's crap like you send me a product and i don't want it i'm not going to talk about it so like it is what it is but that's down the line when it is what it is it is what it is um but yeah so by the time this launches everyone um you know go live on apple spotify whatever uh the plan is to do every two weeks so next in two weeks there will be another one of these uh, you can check out projectunaware.com. There will be a blog every week that there isn't a podcast. So you can read through that, read through ideas um, from me, from my heart, sometimes Paul, and sometimes other people. So, And if you have any questions, ideas, anything, tips. Yeah. We <laughs> are going to get a tip jar. Send them in. Um, DM us. Yeah. So go on social media. Do we and have an can, email address? I, I, I do have an email address, but that's my business one yet. I'll probably make one for questions. So that will be on the video right here. Mm-hmm. Email that. Check the, <laughs> check the link. In, in, the, the, in the bio. <laughs> oh, man. See, these are the things we got to figure out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we have social media. Um, go follow that. That will be in the bio as well, and um, we'll post content to that. And, um, the you videos know. on YouTube. Yeah, go so smash that like button. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only time we're going to say that. We're not going to be those people. Okay, yeah. We'll be like, like and smash and subscribe. No, you know, like check it out if you no, want. If you want to like the like button. I love like, that. Like but... it. <laughs> like, like um, it, dude. Yeah, I mean, follow it. I know you guys use Instagram. So If you're not using Instagram. Honestly, I what feel you like doing? most people our age group uses Instagram, mm-hmm. which could be a problem. We'll talk about that another time, though, um, which is funny because we're encouraging them to use it, even though it's like <laughs> there's going to be an episode that talks about the overuse of social media. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, but appreciate you guys. Check it out. Um, and we will be back in two weeks. My challenge to you, Paul, and all the people, do something unaware this week. Go. Challenge you. I do will. something unaware. I will. I will. I don't know what it is yet, but I, I will. I will be. Yeah. And just and just take the step towards something new. Say yes to something. Like, it doesn't have to be big, crazy, life-changing. Like, it could be something small. Just go do something and be unaware and just see where it goes. You know, like, that's the coolest part about it is you're all smart. You'll figure it out. So that's my challenge. If you want, let me know if, you know, Probably a lot of you watching this have my number, so feel free to text <laughs> me, call me, whatever. Um, tag us on Instagram if you do something cool on Instagram. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be cool. Honestly, that would be cool be in the dope. future. We'll, we will repost your yeah your, your post story anything. Yeah, once especially once we kind of get going and, and growing and so, but yeah, that's that's all we got for today. Um, we will see you in. Two weeks. Two weeks. So, peace. Peace. You didn't say sleaze? Sleaze.